Hello, everybody, and welcome to your show and tell. That's right. Now it's 7.30 p.m. 7.30. Uh, sorry for a little bit of a late start. I got a big message that uh, something was going on with Facebook, and you never quite know what that is. But we're here, and we're here together. What's so. weird is that they said they deleted the stream, but I thought Facebook couldn't delete anything. No. That's it, what I heard. They're called uh, – they should rename them instead of servers. They should be called keepers. Yeah. So, anyways, um, we're doing this every single week, some 30 p.m. to 8 p.m. That's um, right. We have some special guests from around the community, and then we have some Ada for team members, and we have all of you. I'm going to put uh, some links up in the chat. You already have full room ready yeah. to go. It's, so strap in, get your maker pants on. That's right. Maker drinks. Yeah. We're here till 8, 8 o'clock, and then we've got uh, Ask Engineer from 8 to 9. That's okay. right. So we're going to start off with Kevin from DigiKey. Hey. Kevin, how are you doing? It's Kevin from DigiKey. How's everybody hello, doing? Hello. We're here. That's right. Good, good. So a couple of things I want to show us. First off, tomorrow is October 1st. And I think October is going to be probably one of the best months that we have had in a very long time. I hope so. I'm not even talking about DigiKey sales or anything like that. I just think there's so much going on in the maker community, the startup community, the development board community. There's a lot of cool things happening. And I'm really excited about the month of October. Yay. So. I, I hope you guys are as well. I know there's a new Ada box coming out sometime in October. That's going to be great. So uh, what I was playing around this week is the Matrix Portal. And I actually used John Park's program. And it, I know it's really hard to read with these cameras and lighting and whatever. But it's uh, set up so it has a countdown of when our new PDC is going to open. Ooh. It's 360 days, 13 hours. And 28 minutes. Okay, counting down. Yep, so we're pretty excited for this uh, new PDCE to open. And, and for and, people who don't know what a PDC what, is. What's a PDC for? So the PDC is DigiKeys Product Distribution Center. So that is our warehouse. It is where all the amazing development boards, all the DigiKey magical parts come from. And we built this new facility. It's been two years in the works, and it is getting very close to opening. Uh, we are using portions of it here and there, but it's uh, 1 million square feet, 2.2 million square feet of usable space. The actual footprint on the ground is a million square feet. It's unbelievable. Wow. And, you know, during this pandemic, we've still been pushing hard, and it looks... Well, outdoors, you know, you can do construction outdoors, no problem. And it's big, so you can be six feet away easily. <laughs> yes, you can. You can be 60 feet away and still have hundreds of people in there. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. All right, and do you think this is going to be right on time? Because you have it down to the minute. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, the last update I heard is we we are pushing back a little, but they're trying to make up a little time. Yeah, but I mean, most are, software most software projects end exactly on time. I'm sure this will be exactly like that. Yeah, it's true, and you know, it it's interesting because it's like they're saying this is the opening and when we're going to be when the warehouse is going to be done and ready to operate, but we are already utilizing portions of it for storage yeah. and you know starting to move into it slowly so technically it's up and working kind of all right good use of the panel also it looks like this giant like low-res uh nintendo switch which is really cool <laughs> yeah it really does there's a yeah. the cool 3d prints that you guys have the digikey logo looks okay on it but the dk icon looks really yeah good. yeah i see it until the new pc opens all this right is cool all right, thank you so much, Kevin. And um, most of all, thank you not only for the partnership with DigiKey and all the things that we do together, but for your optimism, because I think um, things 
things might go up and down, but I think if we start this new month saying there's a good chance that we can make it good and make it better for each other, it has a better shot. It's kind of like if you wake up in a crummy mood, you know, everything yeah. sucks all day. But if you say like, hey, new month, like I want to jettison some of the year. So I'm looking forward to this wonderful October you're talking about. Yeah, I think it's great. I think we've all been talking about how hard things have been lately. And it's just like, you know what? October is going to be great. Yeah. At least there's, um, you know, pick up pumpkin sized lattes you can. Yeah. The only downside of October is we're about 50 50 if we're going to get snow or not. Yeah. <laughs> so. We mean per day, right? It's going to snow <laughs> half, of the, half of October. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Okay. Well, All thank right, you we'll so much, Kevin, minutes. and we'll see you next week. Thanks, All right. Guys. Take care, guys. We'll see you later. Yeah. I'd like to see. Cool Matrix 4 projects. All right. Speaking of Matrix 4 projects. All right. Next up. Oops. Folks, uh, jump out. Uh, next up. This is Zach from Bantam. Hey, Zach. Um, just hey. one side note. Um, back when uh, I've been tight with uh, Bantam folks for a while, and I yeah. remember saying, hey, this is really cool thing, DigiKey. And I had um, emailed our DigiKey friends. And uh, the um, if you like desktop milling, you can get one from DigiKey. We have um, but anyways. one. We use it all the time at, at Adafruit. And it's it's an it's essential tool yeah. for prototyping because it can get, you know, board, I mean, yes, I can get quick turn boards, but what if you could get boards in a half an so hour? That was, that was coming from DigiKey. Yeah. And, and now yeah. that's here from Bantam. And let them take it away. Okay. But there is a maker community. There is a maker ecosystem. And the show and tell is a neat hub to see all this. But Zach, you're going to show a cool project, aren't you? We have a yeah. project to show later, too. I. Oh, cool. Yeah, I want to show, show a new project we're working on. Um, so yeah, you were talking about the uh, desktop PCB milling machine. We just launched a uh, the Bantam Tools CNC milling machine, yeah. which is sort of bigger and better in all respects. And um, you know, we're doing our thing, creating some projects that really show off the capabilities of this new machine. And it's really geared for, you know, aluminum parts, you know, you can make a quick sort of EDC bottle opener, that kind of thing. Okay. But you can also mill circuit boards with it still. So recently, we put together a synth, um, little sequencer. And this is based around the Adafruit Feather. It's uh, it's running on the, or it's pulling in from the PJRC uh, audio uh, library that, that you all have a fork of. And this is a, a really simple instrument, but I think it shows off the capabilities of the mill as well. And um, it's, so it's, a, it's like a milled walnut base. And this is just like pocketed out. And then inside is a little breakout board, a little FR1 breakout board for the feather. Um, some pots. I think all of these components come from uh, your store. Yeah, those and pots are JP requested them because they're on little synth. And I was like, they are kind of cool pots. They're really nice. Pretty good knob feel. Um, nope. Yeah, and this is like, you know, hopefully the first of many of these projects. Um, tempo. I love how the feather is part of the design. I mean, like, usually yeah. you don't see the raw electronics as part of like the. No, it matches nicely. The aesthetic. It's a good aesthetic, though, as well. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Glad you like it. Um, yeah. So the thing I think the thing this is missing is uh, like a little CV input, you know, so you can plug it into your your Moog and you the rest of that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, the way that this was constructed, which is really fun, is like the the base is milled out using like a Fusion uh, cam. Uh, the PCB inside is milled out with. You know, maybe make this a little bit less annoying. Um, no, it's great. PCB is milled out with uh, an Eagle uh, imports. You just import your BRD file, and it, it generates the cam for you. But then the uh, 
faceplate, which is my favorite, is all set up just using an Illustrator file. So uh, you can do your inner cutouts, your outer cutouts, and then your design, and um, you're, you're, you're ready to go. No crazy complex cam. That's so, beautiful. Um, yeah, hopefully we're uh, gonna do more of these. And um, curious, curious where where you guys see this going? What, what what we should do next? Whether it's a guitar pedal or a. Do you, um, we just added the mini feather into the store, so pop that on top, and now you got mini in and out. You know, yeah. check out Nine Pedro's new project. Yeah, we also because it's a feather ecosystem, you could do things where um, it's not a knob controlling it; it's a distance sensor. There's there's so many libraries and so many things where like you could do this Lego like thing where it's like, Oh, this one, the tempo is going to change based on my heart rate. The, totally. yeah, the volume will change based on temperature in the room. Like you could do all sorts of fun sensor stuff with that. Yeah. The fun thing about this, you mentioned the community is that hopefully it's like bringing together my personal favorite thing would be if we bring together the CNC people with the, uh, Arduino and yeah. audio and yeah for people that are into cnc it's kind of a jumping off point for coding and interaction and for people that are into that it's sort of a jumping yeah. off point into cnc so it reminds me of um what we tried to do and i think we were successful with 3d printers because you can make amazing enclosures um but you're never going to 3d print um surface mount components at least in yeah. the, you know you're not going to make a full linux board on a 3d printer um yeah. and so it's a combination of the two that makes it powerful and i think this is like a really good glimpse of the future which is a cnc plus open source electronics like that's what you want you want to be able to get all the files so you can like make all the things around it and do all the things and then if you could do something like music that brings people together that has a neat social aspect and if the source code is open if the cad files are open and the yes. music is being shared that's a very human thing that you know we were really into for few thousand years like music and recipes are something we've all shared and this is just like the next maybe the next step of that yeah so uh la last thing i'll say on this is um we put out a, a project video for this last friday so check it out it's on our social channels and um all the files to build this yourself are going to be on the site in the coming right weeks on. and there's a github repo for this um it's a collaboration with the guy jesse simpson who's a recent itp grad and uh yeah so all the files and and cam and, and cad will be available to the community right so, on it's yeah. never been a better time to stay at home and build since there you yeah. go all, all right, right. Thank and you, Zach. if you're sticking around um or if you look at the different chats drop some links in all the different chats so folks can check this out yeah and cool. more and um time. please come back Zach. this is beautiful also the music was great yeah no problem thanks for having me if you like. <laughs> okay yeah it was like the it reminded me of some of the theme theme song or the uh, soundtrack to her, you know, the futuristic yeah, movie. Yeah, it was like nice bleeps and bloops. All right, well. All right, thanks, Zach. Thank you, Zach. All right, All right let's get to some other folks. All right, next up. Melissa from Made Fruit. Melissa, what you got going on this week? Hello, I have uh, been working with the uh, Jetson Nano this week. And uh, one of the things that they've uh, improved on it is they have made it so it's really easy to enable Spy. So one of the things I did is I uh, decided to try and get the NeoPixel Spy library working with it, and I was successful. Uh, I had, I'm gonna go ahead and change cameras here. Just, okay. So I'm running a little demo here. And this, uh, one of the problems I was running into was the buffer size for Spy was a little small, and so I figured out how to increase that. 
And um, I'm also making use of the pixel frame buff library that I wrote a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of like everything all working together really nicely. Beautiful. I love it. I'm so psyched. I was like, you know, kind of bugging Jits and Nano people, please get SPI working because we can do TFTs, we can do NeoPixels. So the guide's updated and people should check it out. And if they have a Jits and Nano, they can use a lot more of our code and um, Blinko CircuitPython libraries. Yep. All right. Thank you, Melissa. What a beautiful Blinky demo. All right. Next up, we're going to go to Brian. Hey, Hello, Brian. Brian what you got Hello. Up? Hello. So uh, a couple months ago, um, me and my wife got a COVID pet. It's a bearded dragon. His name is Snowball. He is adorable. Uh, turns out they eat a lot. And uh, one of the best things you can feed your bearded dragon is a particular type of cockroach called a dubia cockroach. Long story short, I'm breeding them now because of reasons. So um, to do that, they have pretty particular requirements. Uh, for the environment they want to be in. They want to have the uh, temperature between, what is it, uh, 85 and 90 degrees Fahrenheit and humidity between 40 and 60 degrees. So seeing as I work with a company that does sensor stuff, I uh, made something to make that easier for me. So I'm going to switch over to my other screen. This might be the grossest thing or the coolest thing. I don't even know yet. I'll give you a warning when there's going to be cockroaches. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. It's Cockroach warning. Oh, uh, okay, so share screen. Here we go. Application window. Here we are. Okay, are you seeing that now? Yeah. Cool. Uh, so this is a panel set up on Adafruit IO. Uh, I've got. Uh, this is basically many ways of looking at the same thing. So the main two things are uh, temperature and humidity, as I just mentioned. Uh, you can see I've got the range that it wants to be in marked here, and you can have it so it'll set alerts when it goes outside that range. Same thing for humidity. Um, and then I've got just like a feed of all the different um, posts to the to the uh, feed, so I can see you know more historic um, specifics. And then just different ranges. I think this is one hour, two hours, and uh, humidity. So. Um, it's having this makes it a lot easier to feel like I'm not, you know, my garage where they're in gets really hot. So, you know, having monitoring is super useful. I mean, they just- You definitely don't want your cockroaches to suffer. No, no. So um, uh, let me switch over to my other camera. I can show you the little get up I made to do this. There we go. So this is a, um, whatchamacallit, they have, Pi badge, uh, pi badge. So uh, I've got a HD20 here. Normally, if this is dropped down into the enclosure, um, and then uh, I have it running a sketch that I worked on right now. Um, it's probably not going to say anything. Oh yeah, it's, it's reporting humidity and RSSI and stuff like that. The most interesting thing about this for me, software-wise, was figuring out why it was taking the uh, ESP32 SBI library so long to return from posting. Long story short, it's just waiting for the ESP32. So um, I added a callback that allows it to pull the buttons um, so I can adjust the backlight. So because this is living in my garage, I don't need the backlight on all the time. Uh, and then I just uh, added a little uh, airlift feather on the back and it's um, yeah. good to go. Okay, awesome. And I, I have to include my friends here. So here's yeah. the cool. Oh yeah, they're they're actually really cool. So you can yeah, see there's a, there's a range of sizes. 
this isn't even as big as they get or as small as they get. But uh, those are creepy looking. They almost look like big ro roly polies. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they do. They get a whole lot uglier when they're upside down, which I won't do for you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, we want to get to other people who will also have other different <laughs> yeah. cockroaches. That's a pretty cool project. Thank you, Brian. All right. See you later. <laughs> okay. We do have to get out of here. Yeah, we'll get to everybody. Don't worry We'll get to everybody. Yeah. All right, everybody, keep a minute each. We'll get to everybody. Go, no one Pedro. All right. Yeah, this week we, we have a, a mini project as well. This is a collab project with Liz Clark. Uh, so this is uh, a mini Melody Maker, and it's also uh, CNC mailed uh, out of the, uh, the other mail from Phantom Tools. Uh, so it's got some cool fe uh, key features like a display. So this is the OLED display. It's got the Stemma connector. And on the inside there, we got a nice uh, look at all the electronics. It's running off of the Feather M4 as well, but it also has the MIDI Feather Wing, so we can do um, MIDI out, and I have it plugged into my uh, microcorg synth. So you can play around with different notes. It, it creates arpeggios, and uh, the screen updates as you change some of the modes. You can adjust the BPM with the slider. Um, you can change the key as well. You can change the beat division, and as a little nice extra touch, you can see Blinka is a little bitmap, and she is slithering around. So if I can get her to slither really, really fast. So she's got a nice little metronome feel to it. Um, so yeah, check it out. We have a learn guide um, that was published today. So all the CAD files, all the code is already on GitHub. You guys can check it out. And we also have a video on... Uh, on the YouTube, so that's uh, the CircuitPython uh, logo engraved on the back there of the acrylic. Ooh, right on. Yeah. And uh, I think I forgot to mention this is a vinyl cut right here, so you can do some vinyl cut uh, steps. Um, yeah, we did a show in the morning where we, we chatted about it for like an hour, and so you can check that out as well. It's on the YouTubes. It's and just, cool. just a really, really fun um, project. Yeah. Nice yeah. And I want to mention 300th episode next week. So, oh my god, episode 300. Ooh, We've been doing this for a good minute. Yay. Wow, I think it's like almost 400 designs on Thingiverse, and yeah. like about three or 400 downloads a day on Thingiverse. So, definitely check out all the designs. Watch out for looking at old videos of you because you're like, yeah, right? Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> or you're like really happy. There's right? only there's only one way, and it's Ford. So, yeah. <laughs> Here, here's to the next 300. That's cool. Yay. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, just, it's a big like achievement. It's really hard to have a weekly oh, video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what that's like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Pedro. All right. Next, uh, speaking of a weekly video series, JP does a weekly show. JP, what are you doing this week? It's true. Hey, so what I'm doing is uh, going to show a animation uh, method on our matrix portal here on a little LED matrix display. If you see those rings spinning right there, those are made with that sprite sheet that, that I've got show, showing up right there. So uh, I'm going to show this on the show tomorrow. This is sort of a, a tried and true venerable method of doing animation in, uh, in video games primarily, uh, which is to create a bitmap that has all the frames that you want to show of an animation so that the uh, system can load that thing up and then just translate around different sections of it, which is much... Uh, much easier and faster than loading up a whole bunch of separate frames. So uh, I'm going to show how it was created. You can see I, I had some fun making some uh, effects animation there, some little tumbling tori. Uh, I've got a little bouncing ball animation I did, and a little uh, um, LED that was actually from one of our uh, Make Code Arcade projects I did a while ago of, uh, what's her name? Blinky? 
Ruby, thank you. Uh, so I'm going to show how, how that works tomorrow on uh, the workshop show, which will be 1 o'clock Pacific and 4 o'clock Eastern time. So you can learn uh, the secrets of sprite animation on the Matrix portal. And a big thank you to Melissa, who wrote the code for this. And this is running in CircuitPython. Uh, it's a, a very simple code. We've got some controls for things like looping. Uh, we have some button control on the Matrix portal that I can uh, use over here if I want to just uh, have one animation play over and over again. I can go ahead and click that. And now it's just going to run through that one until I hit a button to advance to the next one, which is nice when you're sort of checking your cycles and seeing how they look. Um, so that's uh, that's what's coming up on tomorrow's show. Thank you so that's much, great. JP. We'll be showing some of your videos tomorrow night. Awesome. Thanks so much. I'll see you guys. Okay. Learn right. animation from an animation pro. Next up, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hey, so I am uh, just finished up a project where I made Bluetooth controllable lights that light up a, a room or our space. Um, so I uh, there's a really simple, easy beginner project. I just launched the tutorial this week. Um, all you do is basically plug it in and sort of screw uh, the LEDs to the board. And then there's some CircuitPython code that I wrote. Um, this is, uh, I put it up in my mom's RV this weekend too, and she just loved it. She has to have one. Uh, we can use the Adafruit Blue Fruit app to uh, change the brightness of the LEDs. I have seven different LED modes in there in the code. You can preset your, your favorite modes over here. Um, and it's just a really fun, simple project that's just transformed your space really easily. I've seen these commercially available for like a lot of money and they don't animate and you can't customize them. So that that was my idea here was just to make it a really super easy DIY project where you can write your own animation modes and make your space look amazing. Yeah, and I love it. It's, like, it's so simple. I was like, well, you're right, we've never done this. And it's no soldering. It's a great beginner project. And uh, it's already gotten tons of hearts on the learning system. So people are excited. Excellent. A good build. Because you're at home, you might as well, and you're on Zoom calls, make your background look cool. All right. Great. All right, thank you, Aaron. Thanks so much, Aaron. Next up, we're going to go to Phil B, Paint Your Dragon. What you got going on this week, Phil B? Hello there. Uh, I have a Matrix Portal uh, project this week. Uh, switch cameras. I wonder what it is. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, it's like one month from Halloween. Well, yeah. So uh, animated eyes running on the Matrix Portal. And it's funny because we re revisit the eyes like every year, and it's always more and more and more pixels. Yeah. And so this was kind of a nice kind of a retro uh, step back to a low resolution format. But it's fun because it's all programmed in CircuitPython. You can customize it. Uh, we have three three designs to start with. I'll try to do some more in there. Or uh, you can add your own. You know, it's it's not a lot of pixels to work with. Um, thought it might be a neat uh, Halloween thing to put up. Uh, like trick-or-treating probably isn't going to happen most places. But I have heard... A few people say they're going to throw the kids in the car. And just like Christmas, where you go look at the Christmas decorations, it's like they'll go look at the houses with, with cool stuff set up. Yeah. So, uh, that's a thought. It's something you could put in the window. You know, blinky eyes uh, are always spooky. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good way to signal that, hey, we have a bowl of candy out front. Wear a mask. Come up here. Take the candy out. Sanitize the candy. I mean, like, <laughs> we're all going to adapt. And you know what makes people adapt the most? Candy. Candy. Yep. Yep. Also... <laughs> Art. It's so beautiful. Yeah, look look at this moon phase. So oh, uh, it's, uh, tonight tonight you can finally turn into a werewolf. Like twenty seven percent from now. Strictly speaking, it would be like tomorrow afternoon evening is the the 
yeah. full of the full moon. It's full enough. Look, if you're a werewolf, go out and and just maul people. Yeah, let your hair down. I mean, what is the? You have to know what the mil spec werewolf, uh, you know, full moon variation is. Is it like within one percent? I mean, there must be a specification sheet somewhere. Yeah, there, there, there's yeah, there's got to be an ISO standard. Uh, yeah. For that sort of thing, but we can see the moon has not risen yet. So okay, uh, well, we'll catch, we'll catch you in like about seven hours. <laughs> All righty, uh, thanks, Phil. Thank you, Phil. Good timing. All right, we're along, Colin. What you got? Hey, I got plenty. Got a lot of stuff. I just put up a new video, uh, doing a little exploration of resistance of the human body, which I am lucky enough to have one of. And uh, in that said video, I made a little project which, hey, just happened to have right here. So let's uh, take a look at the other camera. And this is one of my recent favorites, the uh, Feather OLED along with a Feather M4. And this is rigged up with a little voltage divider on the analog input to one uh, contact here and then another one on my hand. And I just spilled the saline. So you might see that enter the shot slowly as a creeping puddle. And what this does is it, takes the resistance in and converts it to a MIDI value and then uh, a MIDI note value and then outputs it. And I think I have that running. Oh, cool. Yeah, so depending on how, uh, really that that's what determines, uh, the amount of saline you're using determines the note more so than the distance across the body. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of interesting things I've been learning about how challenging and unreliable measuring resistance of the body can be. Cool. Yeah, that's, so that, right. that's my deal. You could also, this could be um, the name of a new band, Creep and Puddle. This could be one of the instruments that could. <laughs> you, 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 yes, I think it already is, basically. All right. Yeah, that's We're playing the video tonight on the show. It's a cool Lovely. video. Thank you. Thank you, Colin. All right, we're going to go to Liz and then Seth. I think we have exactly enough time, so take it away, Liz. Hi, how are you? Hello. Hey. hey. Um, I don't want to be a broken record because I also have a synth uh, project. Uh, oh, thanks. With uh, Nye, uh, oh, By design. Yeah, um, but uh, I just wanted to kind of show uh, with my second screen there how it started, uh, which is this uh, breadboard of spaghetti. Um, so never be uh, intimidated with how your project starts because they can turn something beautiful. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'll just quickly demo it playing the CircuitPython robot xylophone. Uh, Great. Your house is Yay. like so much fun. Like, that was I've got the Halloween decorations out. Yeah, so you're set. That's like, awesome. <laughs> All right. Thank you for keeping it cool, Liz. That was wonderful. All right. We'll see you soon, Liz. And thanks for bringing some joy to uh, show and tell this week. Thank you for the joy as well. And for people wondering what that is, check out her guide. She she made yes. a fully roboticized metallophone with like, you know, 30 solenoids and yes. made it MIDI controlled. Yeah. Very cool project. One thing, just a little thing, someone in the chat mentioned this and I was just about to say it as well. So the xylophone that you were able to do is like really fast. Like look up and see if you can, you know, there's always those weird like Guinness records. Yeah. It's like, oh, why would anyone even think of that? You might want to see like if there's the fastest xylophone that you can do. Or just, I like, should because playing it with actual mallets, I could never do it that fast. Yeah, but you could, you could do that. So that, yes. and even if, and one of the things, it, 
if they say no, then you could say banned by the Guinness World Book of Records. That's cool too. That that would be a good achievement for me. Both of those things work. All right, thanks, <laughs> yeah. Liz. Thank you. All right, Seth, take it away. You got like a minute or so. Uh, hey everybody. So I talked to last last couple times about how yes inspired me. So this is the first little board that I'm selling. It's based off the uh, AVR chip. Oh, that's great. Very, very common one. So. I had some issues at first. I accidentally put the PB instead of the P on it. Uh, so that was some bootloading issues, but I finally got them put together today with cute little blue lights blinking. Cool. Um, and then next iteration, I kind of wanted to put some of the stem boards, but uh, and then I had also talked about these little boards here. This is a uh, little SAMD chip and you might notice a little stem QT connector on there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They almost got lost in the mail, which I was really happy that they actually came in because uh, I also needed the uh, Feather M4 for that. But those are two little boards that I'm working on. This one was, uh, it didn't quite work. So, you know, you live and you learn and you That's make right. a new one. So, uh, you know, it, it was kind of funny because uh, the day that I got the idea for it, you guys had also released the, uh, um, not too long after you released the Stemma or the uh, the Cutie Pie, which I also yeah, tried, yeah. which I actually did a, my, uh, one of my first Circuit Python tutorials for my uh, site with the Cutie Pie, so that was pretty cool. So right. yeah, it all works well, out. And, and Mega Version would be great too. I mean, people really love the the ABR line, so all is welcome. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, well, congrats on bringing up a board. Put the links in the chat. Drop me a note, ptdatafruit.com, when you're okay. ready to get the word out about them, and I'll have the team write about it, or I'll try to if I if I can. And uh, keep coming back and showing off your stuff. Definitely. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank All you right, so, so much, Seth. Thank you, Seth. We will not be punished for having a MIDI project. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for coming on the show until this week. We do this every week, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. Thank you so much for making this the best half an hour of our lives every single week. <laughs> this is it. Um, we're going to do Ask an Engineer in just a few minutes. We'll see you in, like, 30 seconds. Can we just go to the eyes for a little more? That would be so cool. Okay, goodbye. Good Goodbyes. Goodbyes. Bye bye. <laughs> I want to know.